Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Help Me Recalibrate, who says, Am I the arsehole for insisting that I have nothing to apologize for after my husband read my diary? I'm trying to stay focused here, but my edibles have kicked in and I need advice. I've kept a diary since I was 10. It is my form of therapy and I do not police my thoughts. I've never let anyone read my diary. My husband and I started dating over a decade ago. One day, a couple of months in, he was over at my apartment and I'd hopped in the shower. When I came out, he was sitting on the bed, shell-shocked. He said he read my journal which was mostly about my life as a newly singled woman. He told me it really stung to read all that. But wait, hold on, how did you find it? He said he was looking for matches. He couldn't tell me why he kept reading even after he knew what it was, but his apology was sincere and I forgave him. Not too long after that, things got messy. He started getting either very sad or very angry while referring to things he read. His feelings were so intense that I started apologizing for my thoughts. Anyway, we got married. A decade later, I was thinking of divorce and wrote a ton to process my thoughts about some sensitive topics. Again, he stumbled upon my journal and read it all. I was pissed, but he convinced me that he would never do it again. Besides, he was really hurt by the things I wrote and I felt bad. I let it go, but he started getting sad or angry again, thinking about what he had read. Once more, the intensity of his feelings led me to apologize for my thoughts. Now here we are, married with kids, setting up Scrabble on a Friday night. He went to find a piece of paper and came back quiet and distracted. I asked if everything was okay. He looked at me sharply and told me that he just read my journal. I tensed, thinking of how I recently tackled some tough feelings related to our different ethnic and religious backgrounds. I wrote things that would have been hurtful to read. I was mortified knowing that he did read them, but I was also annoyed. Wait, you read my journal again. He blamed me for leaving it out and accused me of being a bad person for what I wrote. But honestly, I wasn't listening to him anymore. I just wanted to know why we were dealing with this again. It's pretty fucking basic knowledge that one shouldn't read other people's diaries, right? But look at him, forcing his way into my brain and shaming me for what he saw. I surprised myself by slamming my hand on the table. A third time. We were both hurt, but he was accusing me of overreacting while minimizing and deflecting from his behavior. He called me overly emotional when I cried over how violated I felt. This feels so wrong, like I committed a thought crime. So, am I the asshole for insisting he's 100% wrong? I'm so mad, but I am doubting whether my reaction was proportional to what he did. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being terrible, 
What would you rate someone reading your journal? And would you apologize for the things you wrote? And we do have an edit and a couple of updates on this post, which we'll cover in a moment. You know, he's reading something that's only for you, for your own personal thoughts and feelings, not for anyone else to read. And then in doing so, being hurt and making you feel guilty over it. And he's not just done it once. He's done it time and time again, three times that you know of. So there's likely more times that you don't know of as well. And I know I say it a lot when we cover these stories, but to me, it comes down to trust. And he's broken your trust this many times. How how are you going to be able to trust him in the future? Let's pretend to go along with what he said and said it was only three times. He's definitely going to do it again. I don't think he's going to stop here. That's the way I feel about it anyway. But M. Knight 8 says not the arsehole. It's almost a guarantee he has read it more than these three times. It's a gross violation of trust and privacy, and he will never change. Names are too hard for me, says not the arsehole. You do realize that he's doing this intentionally, though. You need to switch to digital and don't write your passwords down, lol. But this breach of privacy really calls for couples counseling. XL Pager says, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. How many more times is he going to get angry at the things you write before you accept he reads your journal deliberately and consistently? Everyone sucks here because you both bear responsibility for this repeated situation escalating to the point that kids in a relationship where you demonstrate violating privacy is what love looks and feels like. And Melmoth Milton says, you willingly married someone after they proved time and again that they have no problem crossing your boundaries and then punishing you for what's inside that journal. Leave the arsehole. He will do it again. And if you think he's only done it three times, you're naive. Leave him. Not the arsehole, but you will be if you stay with someone who punished you for your thoughts and violates your boundaries time after time. Dehydrated Rain says, Not the arsehole. He's snooping into your most private thoughts and then manipulating you into feeling guilty. Buy a small safe for your journal. And maybe even a decoy journal where you fill every page with. My husband is a snoop. He swore he'd never look again, but he is a liar. My husband violated my privacy. My husband is a diary addict. Hanig says not the arsehole. He has broken your trust three times and, and after the first time knew that he might not like what you had written. Sounds like he uses reading your journal as a way to understand how you are feeling rather than actually asking you. The whole point of a journal is that you get to articulate your feelings unedited in a private place. He's disrespected that on three separate occasions. If he didn't want to be upset by what he read, he shouldn't have read it. And one more from Critical Musician who says not the arsehole. He basically did the equivalent of listening at the door of a therapy session. Everyone thinks things that they would never say out loud. It's his fault he keeps going and searching for your journal. If you stay with him, I'd get a safe that uses your fingerprint or something. He clearly will do it again. And there was a fair amount of people saying, you're the arsehole. And I got to say, whenever I think of or see stories like this, where people asking about you know, a partner overstepping boundaries like this, something that's obviously wrong. You got to think of what's going on in that relationship and it being normalized in some way for them to even come to this subreddit and ask that question. But anyway, Opie continued with their edit and said, thank you for all your comments. I'm overwhelmed. For those suggesting therapy, I've been in it for a long time and I credit it for listening to the little voice in my head instead of ignoring it. Therapy gave me the insight to see what he was doing in real time. But to those saying you're the arsehole and everyone sucks here, all I can say is that this type of behavior has been normalized so much for me and I've been gaslit for so long that I have automatically convinced myself it wasn't that bad. I feel like I'm emerging from the upside down and I have to relearn basic social norms. You have no idea how sad all of this makes me. First update. 
We talked today and he continued to minimize what he did and kept steering the conversation to how hurt he was reading what I wrote. I kept asking him if I shared those things willingly with him. When he said no, I told him that he can then deal with the consequences of his own actions by himself. I kept stressing to him what a big violation it was and that I needed space to think. I guess he's been stewing about it for the last few hours because tonight he started to yell at me in front of our kids and angrily tell them about what I wrote. He literally told them that I don't like they are from his culture. Fuck man, why are you hurting them? To hurt me? I was pleading with him to stop and trying to cover his mouth. The kids were shrieking and sobbing and he was yelling and wild-eyed. The chaos of tonight just broke me. I had flashbacks of my childhood screaming and crying on a stairwell watching my dad go after my mum. Long ago, I had promised that I would never put my kids through something like that. I tried to get them out of the house since he wasn't stopping, but we only got as far as my car where the three of us sat crying while I kept apologizing to them and trying to reassure them. God, how did I get to this point? Then OP posted an update a couple of weeks later which says, Hey Reddit, here's an update to my post from a couple of weeks ago. I will keep the update as self-brief. The kids and I are safe and I'm divorcing my husband. The incident that I posted about was so jarring that I could no longer downplay the abuse. I understood that it would be so much worse for my kids to grow up in a household like that than to grow up with divorced parents. I did want to take this opportunity to talk to people who seemed flabbergasted that I had not left them earlier. I know Reddit can be cruel sometimes, but to shame someone for staying in an abusive relationship is just so ignorant. A person stays with an abuser for a myriad of reasons. Fear, shame, mental health issues, lack of resources, lack of support, lack of money, the partner's coercive control, etc. Please educate yourself on abusive relationships before writing judgmental comments. In my case, I stayed because he was so good at manipulating and gaslighting, at sowing doubt and confusion. I started taking notes during arguments because I felt like I was going crazy. He would say things and then deny up and down that he said them. He would tell me I misinterpreted his words or that I had a bad memory or that I had anger issues. Meanwhile, he was the one punching at walls, breaking things, lying and following me from room to room as I was trying to get away from him. After years and years of this, I left only when I saw how much staying would hurt my kids. To those in emotionally abusive relationships like mine, I want you to know that I see you. This is real abuse, even if it doesn't leave physical scars. And like OP said themselves, that they come to a subreddit asking this question, something that most of us can see, you know, it's an abusive relationship. But for them to come here and question themselves on it, it's got to be, you can only think that it's been normalized for them. Get out of that relationship. What you're still doing in that relationship. Why have you been in it so long? I think easy questions for us to ask, but I think I kind of picture it as like OP stood there and, you know, just surrounded by fog and they're just living in this little area and that's all normalized to them. But little by little, they start to realize that this is normal as the fog lifts and eventually, hopefully, they get out of it. But whatever going forward, I really wish OP and her children the best going forward. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And our next story comes from Prudent Coat 8988 who says, Am I the asshole for not quitting my job over a colleague's crush? I, 32 female, live with my partner, 44 male, and work in research. My primary colleague, 30 male, and I have worked together for two years on major projects involving significant intellectual and labor contributions from us both. The project is expected to span at least another two years and is vital to both of our careers. Not long ago, my colleague confessed to me that he is and has been infatuated or in love with me for pretty much the duration. It took place via a long email that was written after an evening of drinking. This was totally unexpected. In retrospect, there have been some signs, but nothing that wouldn't just as easily be accounted for by a considerate personality. Shortly after this confession, I came to my husband with the issue. I wanted to get his advice about the situation and showed him the drafts which I composed to organize my thoughts on the matter. They stated unequivocally that I'm not interested in a romantic relationship and hope these feelings won't complicate our work together. I was again surprised at my husband's reaction. He seemed offended to think I must have invited my colleague's affections and that I should immediately quit my job, as in put in notice tomorrow. I was so taken aback my immediate reaction was to laugh and snort at the suggestion which was probably a mistake. That would be utterly disastrous for my career and isn't an option I'm willing to consider. I'd greatly prefer the entire scenario had never happened as a difficult and lengthy project hangs in the balance, but I have no real concern at this point about my colleague forcing the issue or letting it compromise our work. It seemed like an intoxicated getting my feelings off my chest. I'll need to put a lot of thought and caution into how I proceed with a work dynamic, but abandoning our project isn't even on the table. About a week has passed. My husband has been alternating between irate and the silent treatment and suggested several times that I should move out of the house to be with my new spouse. Today, I swung by the house on my lunch break and found the locks changed and my luggage on the patio. I've been blocked on his work number and cell. Obviously, he cannot possibly intend for me to really move out and it's just pulling what I absolutely believe to be assholeish, a power sulk. But seeing how seriously he's taken this has my doubts up. Maybe I was ultimately too uncompromising when I refused to even entertain quitting my job for the sake of conversation and his feelings, and to shut the idea down so abruptly. Am I the arsehole? I'm just left after this one just wondering what else you could have done in this situation. It seems to me that you did everything right. You went straight to your husband and told him what was going on. You would have thought it had been appreciative of that, and you drafted a letter which stated you had no romantic feelings whatsoever for the person and even showed him the letters as well and then he escalated to the point where he kicked you out changed the locks on the door 
Holy moly. I think the comments are going to be brutal on this one, but Kate Beckinsale PM me says, not the arsehole, oh my lord, your house and he tries to toss you out. Also, aren't you supposed to trust your partner? A tiny amount of trust he might have in you to be willing to throw you out because a coworker has a crush on you is sad. Imagine how he would react if you had a kid with him and something happened. What would happen the next time something like this happened? You sure wouldn't tell him and there's a lack of trust, etc, etc. All I see are red flags here. Maybe reconsider the relationship and, well, hell, is your coworker cute? Maybe that would be a better relationship. Kidding. Don't shit where you eat. <laughs> From Helly says, not the arsehole. Are you in the US? Can you ask him to be moved to a different project? He crossed a line that can't be uncrossed. He should leave the project if possible. And while your husband is at work, you should get a locksmith to let you back in. Maybe a second one to change the locks. Even if it's your husband's house, he can't legally kick you to the curb as a way of forcing you to quit your job and ruin your career. He needs to deal with his insecurity issues instead of demanding the right to approve of who you speak to. Beheaded says, not the arsehole, you've done everything right in this situation. The first thing you did was tell your husband about this colleague. It's disappointing that he just isn't able to handle this more maturely. He needs to see a therapist to work on his insecurity. Tanking your career is not a valid solution. Best of luck. Update us if possible. We do have those updates in a moment. Malibu says, I'm honestly flabbergasted right now. I was looking through comments to see how long you and your man have been together. But then I remembered you were both adults and that doesn't matter. This kind of reaction I would expect from someone in high school. I can't even fathom this. Obviously not the arsehole. Without sounding all doomsday. I think you know how this is going to go. And you have my full support. A deleted user says this is crazy. Your husband is psychotic and abusive. Call the police and get a lawyer involved immediately. Keep any correspondence from your husband over this in case it's needed later. As for the work situation, make it very clear you have no romantic interest in your coworker, and if he tries to bring it up again, go straight to HR. Keep that email as evidence in case you need it. Sorry you're going through this mess. It's got to be ridiculously stressful. Take care of yourself and be safe. And one more from Dingleberry Mustache, he says, not the arsehole. Good lord, your husband sounds toxic though. My boyfriend told me about a woman at work who hit on him through work chat. Shake my head. And while I was appalled at her brazenness, I didn't expect him to quit his job over it. Your husband is being absolutely ridiculous and I think you should take a long look at what the future with him would be like if this is how he reacts to an unrequited crush that you were completely open about. So the update's gone to say. Hubby called me. Long story short, he's been extremely anxious each day when I leave for work. And buckled from that pressure today, I'm welcome back home once I've quit my job, which is obviously still unacceptable. I'm considering taking a week of accrued paid leave, which will hopefully result in an adult conversation with husband, as well as coming to a decision about how to best handle colleague. That failing, I'm hearing the word lawyer loud and clear throughout these comments. I'm grateful for all of the support and perspective. Update 2. I ended up calling my sister, 38 female, something I avoided initially because I didn't want to stir the pot by involving family members who are already disliked by husband. I'm currently with her and cousin, 35 male, who are both supportive. Our plan is to call a locksmith tomorrow to regain access to the property. Husband can ruminate with friends or at a hotel for the present. My cousin to collect some important things of mine from the house and for me to stay with my sister for a few days while I take a hard look at my situation and options. 
I'm not set on divorce at this point, but I definitely need to reassert some very basic boundaries before exploring further discussion with husband. Thank you strangers on Reddit for helping me emerge from the emotional haze with some clarity. And OP's final update says, enormous thanks for all the private messages after the comments were locked. I'm a little overwhelmed with life in general right now, so I haven't replied to everyone. But I wanted to update and let it be known that I'm safe and well. My husband tried to bar my cousin from entering the family home to retrieve my things, which escalated to a physical confrontation. The police arrived and both husband and cousin were made to leave the premises. My sister and I changed the locks the next day to secure the house and I'm staying with the family for a little while while I plan my next move, which will in all likelihood be a divorce. Thanks again to all who have shared feedback and concern. And there was a little comment from OP which gave a little bit of additional information as well, which said, house is actually in my name, inherited from my dad before I married. The luggage he packed contained only some random things, a couple of suits, miscellaneous items from my nightstand. This makes me believe he's just chucking an outsized tantrum instead of expecting me to actually vacate. But you've brought up some good points. And I gotta say, when I first came into the story and I read the title, Am I the Arsehole for Not Quitting My Job Over a Colleague's Crush? I, I thought it was gonna be like some crazy colleague that was gonna say, you know, if you're not gonna accept me loving you, you need to quit. You need to leave this place or something along those lines. And it's just one of those situations that I would have loved to have known the husband's thought process. I don't think it changed the outcome of the story or anything like that, but just to know what went through their head in that moment. The moment that OP spoke to them about it and the moment that they thought, you know, I'm going to change the locks on the house and lock her out and put all her stuff on the front porch. What was going through their mind at at that moment? What did they think they was going to accomplish? He must have known it wasn't his house. So ultimately, that's going to fall through. He must have known that's only going to damage the relationship further and it's going to take it to a point that there's no coming back from it. I mean, that was probably crossed a long time ago, but, you know, it's just cementing the fact. But what do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with it if you was OP? Do you think OP dealt with it in the best way possible? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's story. Your love, support and time means the absolute world. And I just want to say as well to the new members on Patreon and YouTube membership as well. It means the absolute world. And as you know, this platform can be a little bit volatile sometimes and it just gives that extra little bit of security. But I also just want to say as well, it's never expected, but always appreciated. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. You bloody cheeky so-and-so. <laughs> much love, guys. Yeah, man, I remember being so naive when life was good, weather and palm trees. Back in the day, you were everything I need. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh, yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh, yeah, you see, we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope because you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care uh, You just don't, still selling false hope Cause you just don't care House, house, house 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 